right, that was Everlast, What It's Like. Brought to you by a new radio station, 101.5. The other radio stations were playing Nickelback, and that is just not my... Um, hang on. Not my flavor. Sorry, that I had to do some crap on my screen. Anyway, uh, I am your host, Aaron Rollins. Thank you for tuning back in for another uh, stimulating episode of Southeast Third. I think I might have missed my exit because I was fucking around with that. Way to go, dumbass. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just did. Uh, Anyway. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. There's the exit right there. Yep. I did not miss the exit. Anyway. So, uh, I saw something that made me want to do this recording um, just recently uh, about Robert De Niro and you know, I've been watching Robert De Niro ever since I've been watching movies. Uh, I can't remember the first movie I ever saw him in, but it's, it's got to be either Goodfellas or Casino. I never saw Taxi. Um, that was a little bit before my time. And he's done some other movies, like he did that one with Dustin Hoffman where he lived in New York and he had a stroke. Oh, man, I cannot remember the name of it to save my life. But it was actually, I thought it was really well done. Um... Uh, the cast was really good. The story was really good. Dustin Hoffman was a gay dude who was, uh, you know, just trying to make it. He was a drag racer and a piano teacher and shit. And um, he helps Robert De Niro navigate his stroke and overcome some of his prejudices because, you know, he he thought, you know, homosexuals were fags and all this other stuff. And um, it's, I mean, they're they're journey as he gets through his stroke and and works on his speech um is actually kind of touching i mean it's it's raunchy it's vulgar it's flawed but you know when you watch the movie and you see how they both kind of get an appreciation for each other even though they're very different people you know you you start to i mean it's, it's just a good feeling to know that people can can get to that place you know, they can not live with those um, thoughts about other people. I wish other folks in my life would, you know, mimic that sort of growth. But I, I don't know. Maybe that's just too much to fucking ask for. Um, anyway, back to Robert De Niro. He's damn near fucking 80. Damn near 80. And according to the internet, the all-knowing, all-wise internet... He motherfucking had a baby. So, he knocked this bitch up. He's either 78 or 79 when it happened. I don't I don't know the, the chronology of this. But he's that goddamn old having a kid? What? Why? I saw um, something about uh, a, a search recommendation. Is it irresponsible for senior citizens to have children? Yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. This is his seventh kid. Robert, man, and I know some people call him Bob or whatever. Rob, Mr. De Niro, you let me down. You let me down. What? You do not need another child at that age. I don't give a fuck what's going through your head. I mean, the fact that you can even still get it on at that age anyway is impressive by itself. And I, I have to commend you for that, sir. That you're, you know, still pumping out the, um, whatever you want to call it. You know, whatever lewd analogy you want to make or metaphor or whatever um 
I I can't. I hope I'm not still doing that at that age. At that age, man, I I'm just waiting to die. Really. I I'm I'm trying to see how far I can push the envelope. And personally, you know, once my quality of life gets to a certain point, I can't wipe my own ass. I'm stuck in bed all day. I don't know what's going on around me. I I don't really know who I am or who other people are. Um if I get to that point in my decline in health, I, I just want to jump out of a goddamn plane. Just just push me out of a plane. Let me go out with a bang. You know, I, I thought skydiving was an incredible experience. Like, I get goosebumps thinking about it now. And this was last fucking year that I went skydiving. And regardless, um, when I went skydiving, dude, it was dope. So imagine, you know, this is my ticket out. This is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch my last clock jumping out of a plane and I'm going to go out like a like a champ you know just bury me wherever I land hopefully it's not in somebody's fucking house uh, <laughs> ah, just laying in somebody's kitchen and I'm dead and I'm like oh no what is this hey, uh, that would be that would be fucking terrible I, I, I don't want to be responsible for that but you get what I'm saying man push me out of a fucking airplane without no parachute if I get to that point in my health now I did see somebody um, on the shark tank who was like 80 81 and he was fucking fit like chuck norris fit uh you know he was vascular his arms are covered in veins he's, he's got uh, biceps he's um he's lean uh he's got one of those athlete asses where you know even though he's an old man he still has some some curve back there and and don't 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 start with that homosexual shit you know what the fuck i'm talking about there's people like my brother that you know when they stand up um you if they were to uh i don't know like take a a, a silhouette picture you wouldn't see any real shape you get what i'm saying um like it, it, he I, I don't know how else to describe it there's if he bends over he forms a right angle uh i mean i guess i don't really you i can't use any other imagery to describe this the guy has no ass you know, ever since he lost the weight. And I'm pretty sure even when he had weight, he didn't really have much of one. But you, you know what I, where I'm coming from with that. Um, this guy, even though at 80 years old, he hadn't scratched it all off. Uh, he's, he still had some back. And, and you know that because if you watch the episode, that old bitch, Barbara or whatever her name is, she was like, I want to give you a hug. She walks up to him and like she's kind of feeling him up because he's muscular and all that shit. And she, she tapped him on the ass on camera. Of, of all places like and he, he didn't fucking care he was like oh yeah go ahead I'm, I worked hard for this body you know if you appreciate it I appreciate you put me putting in all that hard work um, you get what it, I'm not breaking this down anymore if you have common sense you know what the fuck I'm talking about uh, so if I'm like that at 80 sure yeah let me eat out a couple more years fine but if I'm like some of the people that I've had to work on and I don't know what's going on around me, I don't trust anyone, I'm just screaming all the time, uh, maybe I'm shitting myself, I, I don't want to live like that. Who wants to keep living like that and why? And I'm not that person. I know I'm getting off on a tangent here because I, I originally talked about Robert De Niro having a kid at that age. But I mean, you get, you get what I'm talking about. There's like very extreme uh, lifestyles once you live or once you reach that number. And your age, you know, you're either fucking, you know, covered in bed sores and your feet are falling apart and you can't, you know, you're pissing like little dribblets uh, every couple of hours and all your underwear is dirty because you pissed in all your underwear. Um, and 
you probably haven't showered in like a couple of days. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm I, that memory is burned in my brain. Giving uh, one of our patients a shower who was in like his 80s, and because uh, he, you know, he was known to have bed bugs, and I'm like having to wash him all over. God damn it, that is not something I want to ever do again. Wash an 80 year old man. Fuck. Um, moving on, you know, and then you got guys like Robert De Niro who are having fucking children. And who was that other guy that had a kid? Jeff Goldblum. He was in his goddamn late 50s. Maybe even 60s. I, I can't fact check that right now, but you, you get what I'm saying. He was, he was an older dude. What's up with that? I, I just, I'm not trying to advocate like teenage pregnancy or early 20s pregnancy. Hell, I'm 35. I haven't had any kids yet. But I, I am trying to say there's got to be some line you draw once you get to a certain age that you don't have kids anymore. You're, you're not trying to have kids. This is Robert De Niro's seventh kid. I just can't get my brain around that. What the fuck? Why would you want that, man? Aren't you trying to enjoy your retirement? Why would you want to raise another child? Another screaming baby that wakes you up at all hours of night? Unless he's not actually raising the goddamn thing and expecting the woman that's like 30 years younger than him to do it all. Um, that's allegedly 30 years younger than him. I don't think that's confirmed. Because when I saw this, I was like, dude... He's in his 70s. How old is the bitch that was sleeping with him? Because I need to know how old she is having a child. It's it's not medically safe to have children at that age. I'm not saying it's it's impossible. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm saying it's you increase your chances of pregnancy risk. I already know how people are going to receive this. They're going to start tearing me up and down. Like, oh, you shouldn't be saying shit like that. You're narrow-minded. No, no, no. I'm medically informed medically informed any doctor you ask will tell you the same thing that historically while there are exceptions to every rule this rule in particular has pretty much stood the test of time that once you get up to a certain age your risks of having problems in your pregnancy go up so I don't want to hear that bullshit well it's modern science and we've done so much mess yeah if we cure cancer you bitch if we cured cancer and HIV no we have not so don't, don't give me that shit um, moving along. I just, man, I saw that and just like, one, I was a little repulsed. And two, I was just like, oh, why? Just, I, I can't, I can't explain it. And that's something I'm very driven by. I'm very driven by why. I, I need to know why. I have to know why. I got to figure out why. Why do you want to have a child at that age? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody that listens to the channel that's in my group chat will be able to talk about it. I know that, you know, for the people that I uh, normally talk to and interact with, they will tell you. It's like, nah, dude, I've had my kids and I'm done and I hope I never have any fucking more because I'm going to retire and I'm going to do whatever the hell it is I want for the last, you know, 20 or 30 years of my life. And I'm going to make every day count. I'm going to stay up late doing whatever I want. I'm going to play all the video games I ever wanted to play. I'm going to travel to all the places I wanted to travel. I'm going to eat all the foods I wanted to eat. You know, once once you get to that age, I think that needs to be your focus. It's like squeezing every last drop out of the life that you didn't get to enjoy because you gave it all to fucking work trying to make a living for yourself. You're not like some of these actors who make a six-figure movie or a seven-figure movie and then, you know, you coast for years and then do another one and then you coast and then do another one and you're traveling to all these exotic locations and making all these films. I'm not trying to make it sound like actors don't work. 
what I am trying to make it sound like is that they afford a lifestyle that uh, about 90% of the population does not afford. And I don't just mean America. I mean worldwide, you bastards. Making so much goddamn money. Robert De Niro has so much goddamn money. He can have seven kids and they'll all have comfortable lives. Um, not that they'll all be filthy rich like the Gates kids, but you get what I'm saying. God damn it. I'm kind of rambling on here. It's, it's just... Oh, good God, man. Good God. Why? Why are you having a baby with a 40-year-old woman? Or, excuse me, a woman in her 40s? I don't know. I can't possibly understand the reason. And he doesn't owe me an explanation. He doesn't. I just want to know because of, you know, my own personal drive. My own personal curiosity. So that I can understand these people that I used to admire. I didn't know he had six kids at the time that I read this. I, I knew he had a family. Um, I, I didn't know if he was married or if he had baby mamas. Um, I, I didn't know any of that stuff. Like, are they multi-ethnicities or whatever? Apparently, this lady he's had a baby with is, is a multi-ethnicity lady. So his kids are going to be multi-ethnicities. But, I mean, what that kid's going to grow up without him. You know, he's going to probably die in five to ten years. That kid won't even become a teenager by the time he's dead. You know, and I know I grew up with kids that didn't have regular uh, growing relationships when they were babies. Um, my my friend Wally, God bless you, Wally. I, I hope you never hear any of this. You were fucking weird, man. You were weird growing up. And I, I know that I did my own weird shit. Nobody compares to you, dude. Nobody compares to you. And to be fair, Wally's mom was a drug addict. She had her problems. I think she was in and out of prison. I don't even know who his dad was. He doesn't really know who his dad was, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what information was shared with him. Um, and he was raised by his grandparents, his old-ass grandparents. His grandmother died in his 20s. His grandfather died in his teens. And so he was, he was made an orphan at an early age. And, um, you know, being raised by grandparents was a weird experience. They made him do all kinds of strange shit. Like he was taking care of farm animals at eight, nine years old, living in a town. Like if you live out in the middle of nowhere on a farm and you're raising livestock, that's one thing. But if you've just got goats in your fucking backyard and geese and you're fucking picking up eggs and cleaning up goat shit and feeding goats, why are you doing that bullshit? To try to teach him some discipline? I, I don't know. And his grandparents weren't the most modern, if you will. They uh, they were kind of stuck in some of the uh, old ways of thinking. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to smear their good name. Um, they were, you know, huge contributors to the community they lived in. And so, anyway, moving right along. Um, I just just thinking about this child having to go through life living that way without their grandparent or parent. You know, God for, no, there's no fucking way that kid has grandparents. You know, there's no fucking way. That kid is growing up without grandparents. And it's going to definitely grow up without a dad. You know? I, I've had both of my parents uh, up until my 30s. I don't know when they're going to pass away. Uh, they, they probably won't make it into my 40s, and I'm comfortable admitting that because that's, you know, life. That's life. And their, their health hasn't always been great. And the fact that they've made it as long as they've made it is actually kind of impressive. 
But you know that's just something that I've I've grown to accept. But when you start getting exposed to all that shit at an early age, like I, I think my grandmother died when I was ten years old, and that was a, a little bit of a a strange interaction for me. My my grandmother passed away, and my dad was super close to her, very emotional when she died. Like when I remember he was giving up and talking about her, he could barely speak because he was crying so hard. And I mean, I, I don't blame him. I'm not judging him for that. What I am saying is that you know he. He made me fucking kiss her while she was dead in her casket. Ugh. I'm, I'm never going to forget that. She's lying there all lifeless and her skin's papery. and She had cancer and she died from her cancer. And, uh, you know, I was like saying goodbye to her. At being exposed to death at an early age, you know, it gave me a fascination. It gave me a little bit of fear of dying, of what's, you know, what's going to happen to me when I die. And it also kind of, you know got me into where I accept that people die it's sad and it, it, it hits me real hard when people die but I know that it's a regular thing so that in a way that it's good you know I'm not like super surprised and super fixated but in the same respect you know it's it's like damn man they're, they're not coming back that's it so you know hopefully in the if there is a next life and I believe that there is I get to see him again and you know all that stuff anyway moving on um for people that, you know, they lose their core at an early age, their their chances of adapting to life are not great. Even if they grew up with all kinds of money, you know. And, and throw on top of that, like, medical conditions that they're more likely to inherit. Uh, it's not looking good, man. Not a good look, Robert. Not a good look doing that to your child. You could have stopped, bro. You could have stopped at any time. You could have had any surgery you wanted or taken any contraception you wanted. You're fucking rich. You could afford it. And yet, you chose not to. I I don't get it. And I don't think I ever will. You know, I don't think it's my place to know. Even though I want to know. Even though I want to figure this shit out. It is, uh, it's not meant for me to understand. One of those mysteries of life, if you will. Uh, anyway, I'm at home. It's late. I got to get in bed. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm going to get off of here. This is, uh, this has been an exciting talk. Yeah. Exciting. I am your host, Aaron Rollins. This has been Southeast third. Y'all continue to drink water and take care of yourselves. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. I'm signing off.